You're that special breed of leech that latches on to the gentle souls, the vulnerable, the defenseless. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Pretty good. How you doing? All right. Welcome to 2023. Woohoo! Does it feel any different yet? Not not so much. <laughs> no, me neither. No. But no. we have new shows. We have new stuff. We're new episodes, whatever you want to call it. Right. New episodes of old shows. Yes. Right. The show we're doing today, certainly not new. Right on. Do, it's do not even right? new to us. I know I've seen this episode <laughs> before. <laughs> I, I don't remember seeing this one, but I'm sure I have. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've seen all of them. Right. Well, like I told uh, you when we selected this one, is I do have, I don't think I have all the seasons, but I think I have like the first three seasons on DVD. Okay. Uh, however, now I cannot find my DVD drive for my computer to watch it anymore. Okay, right. I, it's, it's so funny. I don't even, I can't even, I don't have a DVD player connected to my TV anymore. You know, like. I think we have one. No, actually he might've taken it to school. Downstairs we had one, like. Basically, like the size of a portable DVD drive. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a full-on DVD player that we had downstairs for the kids to use. But I don't know if that's even down there anymore. But I had like a super drive for my uh, laptop here. Yeah. Actually, yeah. my wife had it. She had gotten it from when she worked at a different place. And we still had it, but I can't find it for the life of me. And actually, not long before this, my neighbor's like, hey, do you guys have a portable uh, DVD drive for a computer? I'm like, oh, what kind of – she's like, yeah, I got a Mac. I'm like, yeah, I do. Hold on. Looked all over. I go, I can't find it. I go, I have no idea where it is. Yeah, I've got one too. I gave it to my son like a few years ago, and I've never seen it since. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's different. At least you know what you you did with it. Like, and I remember like my daughter and I used it not terribly long ago, although it was – years ago um yeah. when we had a power outage we you know we wanted to watch something so we had my laptop happened to be fully charged so we watched a movie on uh on our, my laptop we i showed her uh, close encounters of the third guy that's hilarious i i don't think i can't even remember the last time i watched the dvd but yeah otherwise i mean i have in the basement i have dvds i have vhs tapes and boxes I oh have yeah laser so, uh, discs and box that's pretty that is actually pretty cool though you have laser discs by the way, I still like to brag about it. I do have the um, the definitive edition Star Wars trilogy on DVD, which is before they added made all the edits. Oh wow! So if anyone wants it, that's two hundred bucks, maybe more, maybe three <laughs> two hundred bucks. Yeah, for <laughs> sale. Of course, then you got to buy a laser display to play. <laughs> it's a which new segment. We'll be posting our, garage, our stuff for sale. At the huh? beginning of the call, uh, we should. That's a new segment. We'll start posting our stuff for yeah, sale at the exactly. beginning of the. Instead of doing Patreon, which we're too lazy to do something like that and try to make extra content right. for you to pay for, um, right. we'll just sell our stuff online. We'll just sell shit. <laughs> I've got a. I've actually got a box in my office right here. Clyde's car crusher. I think it has all the pieces from. What? Um, Clyde's. It's car. got. It's, yeah, it's like a. Um, like a, a kid's game, a toy or whatever. It's oh. like a, a, 
a junkyard where you like crush cars, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So um could put could, could put that up on the auction block. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I was looking for something completely different. This is how it goes, right? I was looking for something totally different and I found an envelope of a bunch of our stickers. Oh wow. That I had thought I had misplaced. We so did. if anyone <laughs> that is listening wants some stickers, hit us up. We, we got, got more them. to send. I have I found them. So sweet. Yeah, whole bunch of them, which I remember we had like a shit ton of them. Yeah. And then they just sticking them on things. And you know, they just disappeared. The well, you used to do that. Yeah. And then they just disappeared. Yeah. And I managed to find them again. Because um, I was looking for again. something else. Yeah. It's always fun. So, anyway, stickers. Uh, at the end of the episode, we list all our places to find us. Hit us up. We'll send you some. Cool. All right. That's enough of that. What, uh. Yeah. I know you were watching something today. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but what have you? Yeah, been so I, yeah, I got sidetracked today before the show, and I was watching uh, Kaleidoscope on uh, Netflix. And you know, I think most people probably know about this, but it's the show that Netflix, I guess, dishes out to different viewers in different order, except for maybe the last episode. Yeah, I think uh, the last one has to be the last one or something. Yeah, yeah, and I can see how that works. You know, I'm, I'm. I don't know how many episodes there are, but I only have two left. I know that much. So I can see how it, you know, it's it's done well. It probably took some thinking to be able to do that, I guess. But mm. uh, it's, a, it's a decent show. I, you know, I, I know it's getting a lot of shit reviews, but <laughs> I I think it's a, it's a decent show. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the whole order thing is a little bit of a publicity thing thing i guess but well that's what i was wondering is that more of a big deal than the actual show itself i i think that's most of the hype because so we've seen one episode that's it okay and we got done with it and i wasn't like i need to see more i was like you're, you're right and if you were dealt the same order i was the first episode we saw I think was probably the least interesting. What was what color was it? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I I could like it wasn't red, violet. Uh, I think yellow, ours was yellow. But, ours oh, okay. was yellow. But the, was and that's the thing. Like, like I see what they were going. Like they were trying to be almost like an Ocean's Eleven, right? They were trying to be kind of slick and that kind of stuff. And I felt they were trying a little too hard with that. And then yeah, I don't know. That's well, I feel like that too. Like. As I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of, you know, like you said, like Ocean's Eleven. Or, right. oh, hey, this reminds me of The Heist. Or this reminds right. me of, you know, Reservoir Dogs. Or there's just different yeah. episodes remind me of different things. But right. it's but it's decent. It's like it's not Breaking Bad level. Like, to me, that's right. ultimate television. But it, it's, you know, it's entertaining. It's as good as anything else on there. Yeah, so, I'm not saying it's my, terrible. I didn't mean that. Yeah, it's just it. It didn't grab me. No, but I know a lot of people think it sucks. Yeah, and the hype was like, you know, you got to check this out. So, yeah, and and you know, I I I want to say like, you know, my we my obviously my wife and I watched it was and she really hasn't been like, hey, when are we gonna watch the next one? So I don't know. (laughs) Although I was gone, you had to get at least two in. Yeah, I was gone for a couple of days to drop my daughter off at school, so maybe she watched it then. She didn't want to say anything, but I don't know. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, anything else? Um, I don't think so. No, I think that's. I think that's it. 
I haven't really, yeah, nothing I can think of. Okay. How about you? Um, I just finished the latest season of Jack Ryan on Amazon. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. Yeah, I almost is forgot. That, is that like action? Like, yeah. Oh, you've never yeah, watched okay. it at all? No, I've never watched it at all. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, no, action, intrigue, espionage, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. It's pretty good. Cool. This se- I thought the season was pretty good. Um, I I had forgotten about that it was coming out because they released it like literally like right before Christmas, which maybe wasn't the greatest idea because it does get kind of lo- lost in the the holiday. But yeah, um, yeah, I could see that. It was pretty good. Uh, we did watch uh the Glass Onion. Also, we didn't talk about that before, did did we? No, no, we did no, you watch that's, it? that. No, we're queued up to watch that. Oh, though. Okay, we we, we got to watch that soon. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty good. Uh, I don't yeah. want to say much more about it since you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> no, I mean it wasn't. I didn't have anything specific to say. I was just gonna say something. Okay, else, but, gotcha, um, gotcha. And um, I don't think really I see much else. You know, with the holiday and all, it's kind of hard to fit TV in there sometimes. It is. Yeah, there's you know a lot going on. But I will Plus, say. You know, Go ahead. People want to watch the Christmas stuff. Oh, I did. Uh, I did watch uh, that. Sa- what the hell was that Santa one? The uh, shit, uh, Deadly Night or whatever. Oh, Violent Night. Not dead. Vi- Violent Night. Yeah. Oh, I did watch that. I didn't get a chance yeah. to see that. Was it any good? Uh, it looked like it might be kind of interesting, you know, I, like fun, I, I, fun. Dumb. It was. It was. I I was hoping it was going to be much more violent than it was. Um, because you know you see the trailer, and you're like, ooh, that looks pretty violent. But that was like you saw most of the violence. In oh, the trailer, really? So oh, yeah. Okay. It looked like it could be fun though. Anyway. Yeah, it was. It was decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. Like I it. What was I gonna say? Shoot. Oh, <laughs> my wife was excited because on Christmas Eve and, sorry, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, there was a Columbo marathon. <laughs> so I oh watched, wow! I, I, I watched. She, I watched oh, a lot of it, that. That was sarcasm. Then I was going to say I didn't know she was a Colombo fan. No, she's not. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. And you know, New Year's <laughs> Day, I was just kind of vegging on the couch, and she's like, "This is on again." I go, "Yeah," but all day. Yeah. So I. Uh, that's what I did on that day, for the most part. That's good. Yeah, that's good. All right. Should we jump into this? Sure. Your face is frozen on my screen for some reason. I don't know why. Sorry. Nobody can see me. Yeah. You sound fine. Good. Oh, now you went dark. <laughs> oh boy. But it sounds right. perfect. So good, whatever. good. It's All right, yes. Yeah. So, uh, what did we watch? What old show did we watch? What did we do? Go back in time. This this sucker is old. 1976. Quincy. <laughs> season one, episode three. A star is dead. It's a bicentennial episode. It is. Yes. Um. Yeah, and you might think this was like a science fiction, you know, a star is dead, but no, this is not not Mike's favorite genre. It's it's instead it's about a movie star that gets killed. And this is from the era where all these kind of shows always had to have the word "dead" or "murdered" in, like somehow on a play of words in their episode titles. Right. That's before we were all desensitized to that. You know. <laughs> A star is dead. 
You know, that's Whoa, catchy. We got to watch is, that. Yeah. That is, you know, that's top notch you right. know, titling it's there. It's going to be entertaining. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the first thing I'm going to say about this this episode is it was long because it was like one of those kind of TV movie things. Um, right, right. It was when it was part of the mystery movie night or whatever. It would yeah. sometimes be Quincy, and, sometimes um, whatchamacallit, Columbo, sometimes. Right. I don't know. What else was there? McLeod? I don't know, but I like, you know, it's, it's, you know, 2023, um, TikTok is, you know, all the rage <laughs> things are like, like, you know, I don't, 120 seconds along these days. So it felt like a long show for me to watch, but it was good. I mean, I liked it. I'm not going to, I'm not down and I'm just saying, I'm not used to sitting and watching something like movie length. I, I, I guess I was expecting more of a like 44 minute show. And yeah. It just like, cut, like it was cut, later, you know, eventually yeah, it went me by to surprise. series and it was just, yeah, a regular hour yeah. show or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm on IMDb. I'm trying to see this, this, uh, review someone wrote, but I won't show it. Oh, cause it just says preachy Quincy. Not a good thing. Well, this person really needs to watch the later seasons. Oh yeah, he no is kidding. way more preachy in other episodes like of this that, one. That's what he's all about. <laughs> yeah, later he kind of turns it into his own little, you know, not political show, but basically, you know, he was I think kind of environmentally conscious and drugs and all that kind of stuff. So anti-drug, yeah. I should say. So um, <laughs> anyway, he wasn't into drugs. He was anti-drug. All right, we're, we're sorry. All right, got sidetracked by that. All right, where do we go? Where how do we start? All right, so we open up at a dock, right? And this like old ass coroner's car pulls up with the single light in the you know on the top, kind of like the uh, almost like the Ghostbusters car, but you know the <laughs> right. corner. Like you don't see corner cars anymore, do you? I, I don't. think they're more the street, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't have yeah, lights on top. Corner on the side with a light going to top, find a dead yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, but it turns out it's Sam, and he's going to Quincy's boat. Um, and and he's walking up, and he he kind of overhears what you know, classic seventies TV, where it sounds like you know they're having sex. Right. I, I can't remember exactly what they're saying, but um, and it was it was like something out of a Three's Company episode where there was a misunderstanding. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I felt like that may be what Three's Company was based on this episode. <laughs> but, um, but he, yeah, they were just scraping the deck, getting ready to varnish it, and, you know, just came off wrong. But um, uh, Sam comes to break the news. It's pretty important. They want him back at the office. Uh, Roberta Rhodes, the movie star, dead. So that that's that's how we kick things off here. Yeah. And, the, and yeah. my question, just to start off, does Sam ever sleep or go home? I mean, Quincy barely sleeps and goes home, but Sam is still at the office every time dude. when he is not. He is. He, Sam is there when Quincy gets there, and Sam is there when Quincy leaves. Right. Clearly, like there was one part he's of the doing the lion's share of the work. <laughs> right. you know? There was one part where Dr. Uh, Aston tells Quincy, why don't you go home and go to rest? He's like, okay. Sam, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. Sam, keep working your ass off. Right. You'll I mean, make it someday. Like, Sam yeah. doesn't like look at him and go, what the, when, when do I get to sleep? Yeah, right. 
but he doesn't care. He's just there working. Yeah. It's his, um, it's his passion. Yeah. So we get to the what? Is is it I think it's is it at the scene? Yeah, it's at we, the scene. Where we see some like kid, it turns out works at the office. He's like freaking out on Quincy. Why did she do you know? And right? Is that isn't that who Yeah, it's it like is? they're at her house. Yeah. 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 And he's like, Hey, forget who she is. Just we gotta do get to job. work. Yeah. And, it, and it's Donna Mills. Um, it is Donna Mills. But I forgot what her name was in the episode. Oh, Roberta, right? Roberta yeah, Rhodes. Roberta Rhodes, right. And I feel like they never – you never got like a really good shot of her either. It was always like back of the head, side profile. Like it, You did like, later, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah it took, took quite a while. But. Yeah. So <laughs> I have my first clip coming up, and it cracks me up. So – it, her, her mom is June Lockhart from Lost in Space, right? So she's there, and Monahan's there talking to his his guys. <laughs> and the guy comes up to him, the other police officer, and he's like, "Hey, you know," he's asking me, like, "What did the mom, you know, the mom say?" She's like, "She's too loaded to talk." <laughs> right, right. And so here's the, here's the first clip because I find this. I don't know. I, I find it funny, and I can't really ex- explain why, but here we go. Oh, where you been? In the living room, checking out the mother. And? She's too loaded to make much sense. Well, she reported it, didn't she? Yeah. Well, if she's sober enough to dial a telephone, she's sober enough to talk. Give me two minutes. <laughs> wow. Like, fuck it. I don't care. She can call me. Right. She can talk to us. I'm like, probably... She didn't seem that, that loaded when they were talking to her. But... Not then. But she certainly was right. at points in this episode. And, and yeah, and she was definitely hitting hitting the bottle. But <laughs> yeah, you know. definitely hitting the sauce. Um, and this is one of there were a lot of TV shows back in the day that liked to show drunk wives and moms back then, though. Too was that was that indicative of how we lived back then? Where all I the mean, wives the thing and moms is, is like drinkers. everyone everyone was hammered all the time back then. It wasn't that just the women were, but the guys were all the people writing the show, so they were making <laughs> them look like <laughs> drunk <Bitch>. lushes <laughs> instead <laughs> of, you know, like the guy would always be looking cool with like you know a martini glass or a rocks glass in his hand, drinking some scotch, and the wife is like hammered. I'm like, yeah, he's probably hammered yeah. too. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, I didn't think of that when I was a kid because, you know, I didn't pay that close attention. Yeah, but sure. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, you know, Quincy's like, hey, I don't know. You know, there's pills there. There's this. We got to, you know, we got to check her out. But everyone's like already like on his case. Like, we got to figure out how she died. He's like, can you let me do my job? You called me here. And Monaghan said something about there's an empty scotch bottle. And he's and there's like because so, Quincy points out. That there's a bunch of pills in the thing, you know, pills for migraines, pills for something else. I can't remember. Yeah. And Monahan's immediately like, "Oh, and there's a scotch bottle over there. Drugs and booze. She's dead. That's why." <laughs> like, suicide. Do a little bit of cop work, why don't you? <laughs> so. Yeah. And Quincy's, you know, he's even killing. So like, no, no, no. We can't rush to conclusions. It's possible, right. but no. Right. Exactly. You'll get your report in the morning. And, and uh, they do talk to the mom, and she's basically, she's pretty hammered and pretty angry. Does she, and she doesn't, does she say at this point she knows who did it, or is she not saying anything yet? I think it's later, right? Yeah, no, right now she doesn't say anything, right? Yeah. 
And then we see uh, they leave, right? Because he's got to go back now and do the autopsy. And he's like, hey, you got to wait for that. And there's a bunch of reporters out there. And one of them is none other than Kit himself, William Daniels. And he's like a tabloid reporter. And Quincy is not having any of it. He is not, does not like this guy at all. No. And And he is, I mean, to his credit, he's a dick. No, yeah. No, I mean, they don't make him look good. Like, Quincy's wrong. <laughs> oh, did you did you have a clip of the mom? Were you gonna play, or did we? Did no, we... I don't have a clip of the mom. Oh. at least not oh, now. I, thought, I don't. I thought I that do. was the one that you, you had. Okay, all right. No. Uh, okay, so yeah, back to Kit. I do. I do. Do I have any? No, I don't have any clips of the mom. But so immediately they go to their office, and that you know, again, the reporters are following them. And I think he's already done the autopsy at this point, right? And he's leaving. And they're all there asking him questions. And asking him some really weird questions. Like, you hear one guy, was it a sex crime? Yeah, right. <laughs> and something else. And then one guy says something that, understandably, uh, sets Quincy off. Here, I want to I play that. because Not that it's good, but it's interesting. Is it a sex case? Dr. Quincy, how did it feel to perform an autopsy on one of the most beautiful women in the world? Don't you ever say anything like that to me again. Do you understand that? Ever. Because it is weird. He, he's not like... When he's doing an autopsy, he's not like, oh, she's hot. You know, it's like... No, right, right, right. That's like the weirdest Seems like thing. it... Oh, it Seems like an overreaction too, but I, I said, right. "All right, freak," and then you'd kind of move on. But yeah, I mean, and he's trying to, you know, he's trying to be professional, right? Because I think he's yeah. trying to make it look like, you know, or not make it look like, make it obvious that he's professional when he does this. And you even see like uh, Williams Dan- Daniels' character is uh, Reardon. He's like rolls his eyes. Oh boy, this guy. I'm like, well, yeah, it was right. a stupid question. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, things are going to be happening with uh, Kit himself. Kit's going to get right. in some shit, right? It was actually I found it distracting um, to listen <laughs> to his voice. <laughs> you know, because later just, we hear him on a tape. We're like, he's coming out of another machine. <laughs> That's right. It's like, woo, woo. like I was expecting to hear like, you know, I don't know. But it was distracting. I got to admit, several times I thought about a you know black car. But yeah. Um, all right. But oh, oh, at one point he, he does say too. He's talking to one of his like fellow reporters, uh, Reardon, and he's like, I think the other guy says, "Hey, do you think they traced this back to Mister Wonderful?" Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking immediately, Shark Tank drum, jumps to my head. I'm thinking, you know, Kevin O'Leary <laughs> from Shark Tank. <laughs> But no, that's not who they meant. Uh, we don't know at this point who, who Mr. Wonderful is. but Right. But uh, they do find out. They already know. They've done some background work on Quincy. And they determine he's a man of character because he was a right. private. He was in private practice, gave up a lucrative practice. Which, if these guys are been around for a while, Quincy's been there for a little while. You'd think they'd already know that. but Yeah, yeah. This is episode three. They should know that by now. Right. Yeah. But they do really build up Quincy's character throughout this. That, that like that's the first time they mention his character, and they you know, took a taking a pay cut. But several times throughout this episode, we hear about how you know his pay sucks, and 
you know, <laughs> he, he, he's a, you know, he's a good guy and, you know, stand up guy, nice guy. Right. Yeah, I think we we so. did the pilot, and I think we learned why he did it. Then something happened to his wife. His wife died, so that's why he wanted a change after that, or something like that. I think that's what perhaps, it was. Perhaps, but but at this point, we already see Doctor Aston bugging him to try to get him to move along, right? Because it's a high profile case. Monahan's already like she offed herself, you know, and Quincy's like, but there was no barbiturate bottle found. He's, she's like, well, he's like, well, I don't know. And yeah, this is where Quincy's like going home. He's like, I gotta go get some sleep. And Sam's still there, like putting shit away, like the files. <laughs> He's got toothpicks holding his eyes open. But. Right. Yeah, because they've been up all night, right? Because they started right. at night and it's daytime now. And then and it uh, sounds like there, there's two camps here, right? There's those who think it's a suicide, right? And and then the deputy mayor who thinks it's a, a homicide. Or something. Said, he just he, wants something he, done. Yeah, yeah. He, he was re- requesting a jury already. So right. And at this point, we uh, the Reardon Kit shows up at Quincy's boat as he's getting there too, and he's like, "Hey, um, I have some information about you know who was with her last night." And he's like, "I'll give you the info if you give us an exclusive." And Quincy's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> he's like, basically, yeah. right. He's like, no, yeah. you guys are. He does not like these. Um, no, he, tabloid. He basically people, tells him it's, it's like, yeah, it's like a rag paper. You know, he's right. like, you guys are crap. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like the, uh, you know, Times or someone or L.A. Times for right. that matter, whatever yeah. was coming up to him. It was like, it was like the National Enquirer, basically. Exactly. Right. But um, and he tells him he's like, it's Congressman Sinclair. He's like, who I think you know, you know. And uh, it turns out he does. Quincy, like, yeah, known the guy before he was a congressman, I guess, right? Right, right. They were buddies. Yeah. And uh, right. so what? He says, oh, he says it won't look good if people found out he said on the information. So, yeah, because he, tell, he tells Quincy, Quincy's like, go to the police. And, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I think I'm telling you because I think you'll check it out. And because you know him, you're not going to go right. tell anybody until you figure it out. So then he's kind of double, like double plays him, and it's like, okay, right. people, you know, knowing that you'll do that, people won't be happy to hear that you covered this up if you had the info. It's kind of setting him up, yeah, yeah. And so he goes to a news or TV station, looks like, because uh, they've got KLAX on the side, and the congressman's right. there, and I guess he's maybe going to record some TV spots, I guess. I guess I thought like I thought he was a newscaster. <laughs> so did I at first. I'm like, that's a shitty set. What the hell? Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so you know, they sit there and they um, they you know talk to each other. I guess his congressman separated from his wife or whatever. And then Quincy's like, "Hey, I'm here about Roberta," and he's like, "You know, and he knew about it because he heard it on the radio. Of course, you know that's what they always say. I heard it about it on the radio." And uh, but I haven't seen her in a couple weeks, and you know he was at some fundraiser that night. He's like, okay, I just want to check and make sure. But I think Quincy already was kind of like not thinking that he did it, but at least not sure he was telling him the hundred percent the truth, the way he was right, acting. right, yeah. Which I I was like, okay, 
Quincy's got a pretty good pulse on this guy. Right. And people in general, it seems like, like when they're lying and not lying. I don't know how. I mean, because I would be convinced if someone's like, oh, I, yeah, I have an alibi. I was there. I'd be like, oh, okay. And I believe it 100%. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, because yeah. he works inside the body. He knows how the mind works. I guess so. I guess. He can by that taking out. him apart occasally. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the so guy you, you can account for the, yeah, the night, right? So yeah. so he leaves him alone, and then we we go to back to the mom. Yeah, because now, um, what what is her uh, Roberta's mom? Now it's kind of flipped her story. She's like, my daughter was mur- murdered by the congressman, and you know, the cop's like, well, why didn't you tell us last night? She's like, oh, I was scared, <laughs> and you know, it, it. She's like, you know, it just wasn't clean for his campaign, and you know. They came here, and she went to his apartment, or she went to his apartment, and then he followed her back here, and then, you know, she was just the mom was watching in in the bedroom. It was kind of creepy because then they played like played out the scene as she described it. It's like reenacting it, yeah, (laughs) yeah, they're like reenacting it, and the mom (laughs) is just like totally like uh, butting into their business, and you know, she's like in their bedroom with them. Um, right. Well, because they're arguing, so she comes in like swinging. Yeah. yeah. And um, I guess I, I don't know what's going on. She comes in, and it, it, it she attacked him. I mean, right. Even in her own story, she attacks him, and he like whips her to the ground. And right. And uh, basically, when she woke up, her her daughter was dead. Right. Um, and Roberta tosses the phone at him and hits the mirror because that becomes a, an important piece. Because I already know the mirror is shattered. Right. So right. she's saying that Roberta chucked it at him because they were fighting. And, yeah, she missed it off because right. she was passed out. And, and this is, again, they were leaving and Quincy's like, I don't believe her. Yeah. Oh, you know? but yeah. she does say that the guy, his campaign manager, calls her and tells her to keep his mouth, her mouth shut. That's like, one of the reasons threaten, why she's threatens her, afraid. Right? Yeah. 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 And then Quincy lets it slip that he spoke to the, the congressman. Right. I got morning. a clip of that. Yeah, because he's yeah. like, "Hey, if he says it's murder, she gets double the insurance money, which did just taken out an insurance policy six weeks. But if she, he says it's suicide, she gets nothing." And so yeah, so then he lets it slip that he already went and talked to them, uh, Sinclair. And I have a clip of that because it's pretty funny. It's actually kind of long. I don't care if it's written in blood. I spoke to Charles Sinclair this morning and he told me he hasn't seen her for weeks and I believe him. You spoke to Charles Sinclair this morning? Well, he's an old pal. You knew about him and Roberta Rhodes? Well, really, you know, the aqua he tipped me in a... Quincy, you hear me and hear me good. The next time you get tipped, no matter how or who, I want that information on my desk immediately and not two hours later. And if it happens again, I'm citing you on suppression of evidence. Mm. (laughs) Classic music. That might be like the first time we see Quincy get his ass handed to him. Because he's pretty much like... But that's not the last time. (laughs) That's not the last time. Because he does do this stuff pretty frequently. But it is kind of funny when... He, like he says it and immediately as soon as he says it he's like oh shit I shouldn't have said that <laughs> you can see it he's, on his face he, he, he was my old friend you know? and you see Monaghan just like his expression changed and it was like yeah. oh boy 
That's not going to go over well. And it didn't. Yeah. And it shouldn't have. No. It's, he's right. right. He should have said something to the cops. Right. Um, so where we got, where are we at here? Oh, so he goes back to the boat and Lee, his girlfriend, who I think this might be one of her last episodes before she just disappears. Um, she ended up working on his boat while he was gone. That was one of the things they were talking about when Sam walked up and they misunderstood because they had to, um, like fix the deck. They had to like peel the paint off basically or scrape it off so they can repaint it. And she right, did the whole right. thing, and he's like, "Oh!" And he's like, "Oh no, there's thunder!" So now they're worried about the boards like, getting. No, we got to varnish up. it. <laughs> and then um, he's like, oh, "I'll help you." And then he then he has to go, and she's like, "No, I'll stay here and I'll do it." And he's like, yeah. "Here, just sit here. Don't do anything. Here, read a magazine." And he gives her a magazine. Oh no, not that one. <laughs> he like throws yeah. it into the ocean, and then gives her another one. And the other one he gives her is like handyman special or something like that. Yeah. How to varnish my boat. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. How to varnish in five easy steps. Right. So. Go ahead. Yeah, basically slave labor from from the girlfriend. (laughs) Um, And then Quincy goes back to see Charlie because he's got this information now. And he's like, what the hell? The, the, The police have a sworn statement by this lady that she saw, you know, he killed her. And uh, Charlie kind of comes clean, and so like he loves her. He didn't kill her, but you know he saw her, but he didn't mention it because he didn't think it was that big a deal. Right. <laughs> like, well, well, I didn't think to fly. mention it because you know what's the big deal? She only died right, right. five I mean, hours I didn't later, kill her, so I, I didn't mention it. Right. <laughs> but I, I do. I when uh, Quincy shows <laughs> shows up there. And he starts talking. He's like, the cops are going to be here in a minute. I'm like, wait, you went there before the cops again? What are you right? doing? All right. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. And But he's he says something about the mom where he, like, dismisses her, like, as a harmless drunk. I'm right, like, oof. Right. And she was. The character was. I don't, you know. And he says he loved Ma, Roberta. And then Monaghan shows up. Like, they hear the doorbell first. And then they don't and answer it because they're still they talking. They ignore it. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, Monaghan just walks in. He's like, Oh, hi. How's things going here? Your driver just let me in because, you know, we said we were looking for you. <laughs> He's like, right. are you guys done with your, you know, have you gotten your story straight, basically? Right, right. <laughs> and he brings a stenographer with him. Like, <laughs> do they do that? <laughs> I mean, he had to get her statement. And I guess instead of a, a tape recorder, you bring a lady with a giant <laughs> And she like just sets machine. it up and is sits that, what down. What is the stenography and... machine called? Is it called a stenography? Yeah. What is that called? It's, is it? uh, it's a yes. Yeah, I don't know. A stenograph. I don't know. <laughs> stenography machine. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's something from the sixties, basically. Why right. do we know what it's called? Do they still have those? I don't even know. Now they have AI. They just well, like, they no, they still use something in courtrooms. Yeah. I'm sure they still I think yeah. they're a little more advanced than this thing was. Like, this was basically, like, the size of, like, a 1935 typewriter that she brought in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she may as well have brought a typewriter in, except it was probably quieter. Right. But but um, here, uh, the congressman says, you know, the allegation's a, a blatant lie. And then his, his campaign manager comes in. And like, was, out of nowhere. Right, right. 
And he's he's more of like legal counsel than a, <laughs> a campaign manager. Yeah, because he starts answering questions for him and stuff, and kind of telling him what to what to answer and what not to answer. But and don't we uh, do we see like another reenactment here where she's at his place? Yeah, maybe uh, yeah, she shows yeah, up because he, he yeah he was talking about she was depressed and angry right came to the apartment. She, yeah, because she was mad that he broke up with her over the phone. And he's talking right. about how he's going to lose major supporters because, which I don't understand. Why? Like they never explain yeah. why. Like they it would be a right. big deal. Like her career was ruined, right? Over over this suspicion that they were together, I guess. But he was clean as long as they weren't really together. So right, she was divorced. It, it didn't play and out. And he was separated from his wife. So if they were hanging out together, there really shouldn't have been a big deal. Right, right. I mean, they should have made it a little, I don't know, made, done something else to make it a little bit more of a big deal. It was just scandalous because they were dating. I'm right. Like, that's a guy and a girl who are single, basically. So should be okay. Yeah. And she, she ends up saying, like, you know, you don't love me anymore, but right. you don't have the balls to say it, or you know right, something yeah. along those lines. And she's like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters." And then she has like a breakdown, and she starts <laughs> pounding him. This guy, he's getting pounded everywhere he goes, right? Um, and then I guess the story is that she fixed herself up and drove home. Right. Right. That's so. then he heard about it on the radio later. Right. And he drove over there. When he heard about it on the radio, but he never went. Like he's probably saw all the cops. He's like, "Fuck this!" Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be like when you commit a crime and you go back to see the cops? Right, show to see the crime. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like in every cop show, they're always like, "Show me footage of the the crowd." You know, yeah, there he's he the perp right there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I'll never forget the drive home." Okay, so. Um, you know, Quincy asks why he didn't say anything, and that's when the campaign manager steps in and basically says, he loved her, that's all you got to say, or whatever, right? He basically <laughs> shuts him up. Yeah. And, yeah, what he said. Yeah. And Quincy asks about a bruise that was under her eye, and he says that she didn't have it when he was there. And I think actually the manager said that first or something like that. Right, yeah, the manager. But they, so, that. yeah, so now we're then we go back to the office where they found glass in the phone, which I guess they do autopsies on other stuff too. Or was that from the they, police? I don't know who I, got that Forensics? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, so, broke the mirror. And like as soon as they have that information, Aston's like, the mom's story is right. That's it. There was glass in the phone. Right. That's what happened. And it all like, adds up. Right. One part of the story adds up, so it's all right. It's Everything is perfect. Yeah, everything else falls into place, right? <laughs> and uh, he's like, hey, I need more time. And, uh, and oh, yeah, as he's in the office, like, asking for more time, we cut to the hallway, and some guy comes in freaking out, like a big guy. And I'm like, what's going on? And Sam comes running. He's like, hey, you got to come quick. And it turns out it's Roberta's ex-husband. Right. And, um, you know, he wants to see player. her. And he lets her see her on the TV screen. He's like, oh, you know, the mom's going to want a circus. And uh, he's like, you know, but basically he says he'll do whatever he needs. He was like, I'll give you money. You know, we got to get her flowers, blah, 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 blah. And he's, you know, 
Quincy. He seemed to I care. Think, he, he, yeah, he Quincy casually asked him, I think, where he was. And he was out of town somewhere. Yeah, I'm I sure got an alibi. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know. Where, the, where does this happen? Because next we see that that kid that worked there is at the outcry paper. Cause somewhere along the line, yeah. we see the two people talking. They're like, Hey, we need to get someone on the inside. Right. Right. It's two people from the outcry. Yeah. So they get right. the kid there and they basically like set him up. Like the one guy's like, oh, you know, I got the story that man, all oh, my boss wants me to put the story about Quincy. He's like, but I know Quincy's a good guy, but this says he's not a good guy. He's helping this guy out. The kid's like, no, he's not helping him. Out. He's like, I know. But he's like, you know, maybe if you talk to my boss, you know, it's like totally a setup. Right. right. And the kid's not yeah. seeing it at all. So they bring him in, you know, to see a weird. And he's like, well, I got to print this story. It says right here. He's like, I got a tape. You know, I got to print this story that Quincy's, you know, letting this guy go. He's like, no, no. He's like, all right, here's the deal. And he like sends the other guy out. You get out of there, you know, because they're like pretending to argue about the story. Yeah, yeah. And the, <laughs> he's reared and sends the other guy out. And he talks to the kid. He's like, hey. All right, maybe I can quite keep this quiet. It's like, if you can get me some information from inside the investigation, I can keep this story quiet for now. You know, I want to believe you about Quincy being a good guy. And the kid's like, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah. And then as soon as he it, leaves, yeah. the other guy comes in. He's like, good job. <laughs> it was a pretty elaborate uh, story they played out there, you know. Like for it to all fall together, you know, all to fall into place, it, it just had to work perfectly, and it did. Yeah. That's Hollywood. Yeah, it worked right. exactly like it should. Then this freaking insurance guy shows up. Let's deal with him. So, oh, yeah, yeah. He just like shows up out of nowhere. And I yeah. forgot to look up who that guy was because he looked super familiar. But he um, he's like all into this. Like He wants to find out murder or suicide. So they end up giving the guy, like, a bunch of information, you know. They show him, like, a cut by her eye, and someone's ring struck her, but they don't know if it's murder. And this is yet. at the office, right, I think, right? Yeah, this is at the, the coroner's office. Right. And, you know, the contusion in her eye, under her eye, was two hours old, so she had it when Charles saw her. And this mark, you know, on her head matches the ring that Charles wears. So, first of all, Charles was a dick. Even if he didn't kill her, he hit her, which isn't cool. Right. So... You know, um, but then we see the man, you know, we cut to a scene of the manager. It's like, hey, give me the ring. So the manager takes the ring. Yeah. And like ha- has it cleaned or something. Right. I wasn't and, sure what he was going to do with it. At first, I, I thought, thought he was going to ditch it. You know, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I thought he was going to like start wearing it like, oh, no, this is my ring. But Quincy, like you see, Quincy already knew the ring. Like he knew. Yeah. I forgot where he said he got. Did he get it from his ex-wife? I can't remember. Yeah, he saying. got it from his wife or whatever. Something. He was like there that. when he, she gave it to him. Or yeah, something. yeah, exactly. And it turns out, like after an analysis, that it is the same. I guess somehow some of the gold and platinum rubbed off in her face, <laughs> so they know it's the it was, same. Uh, one. It was. It was the exact same shape as the ring on her. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing so. too. Yeah. Then they were able to do like some electron scans, and they could see his like initials basically in her face. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. That's like another thing that always would happen in these movies. These guys would always have some distinguishing ring on their finger when they punch somebody in the face. 
Right. It's like wearing a ring that has like your name on it, just so you like when you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your your social security number, so yeah, exactly. your address and phone number, everything's just like on their face. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what happens here? So okay, at least uh, so we Sinclair's on the phone with Aston, right, and the campaign manager. Um, could be. I don't know. I didn't write anything that down about that. Oh yeah, and I think that yeah, because they, they they talk to him about the ring, and he'll come there and show it to him or whatever. And the campaign manager is like all pissed. He's like, "I'm putting all this energy into getting you elected. You know, stop thinking like a loser. You know." And that's when he gives him the ring. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, but yeah. um, so Quincy goes back to the boat, and now Lee is varnishing the boat. <laughs> right. And he's like, "I'll help you." He's like, "I'll help you." And it's like as soon as he gets down to help, the phone rings again. And she's that like, was ti- that was time. He yeah. had that. Pl- yeah. She's like, go, go, go. Right. And that's when he finds out the ring matches or whatever. And, you know, he still can't believe it. So he tells Monahan. He's like, I'll tell Monahan in the morning. Again, he's not going to tell Monahan something immediately when he finds <laughs> right. something else. Which he just knows a bad idea. Right. That in there. So right. then he goes to Danny's and. Danny doesn't have a big part of this episode, but it, it was pretty funny. He's like, he walks in, he's like, hey, where'd you park your hearse? Yeah, right. <laughs> he's you like, it's not a hearse. He's like, he's like, we can't have a medical examiner van up front. And Quincy gives him the keys. He's like, here, go park it wherever you want to park it. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny because it's true. Because even if you were friends with the medical examiner, would you want him parking a truck that says no, medical right. examiner in the right. front of your establishment? <laughs> Exactly. Where you're serving food to people? Yeah, no one's going to come in. No. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. But when he walks in, the, the insurance guy is there. Yeah. And he's with some, like, stern-faced woman sitting at the table. And I thought it was just kind of interesting that he would have been there. But um, he, was he clearly had he'd been doing some re- research yeah. on, on Quincy. And uh, so he was kind of staked him out there, I guess. And... Um, he's oh, this is again where the, he mentions like, yeah, I, I realize you're almost broke, you <laughs> right? Know? And uh, yeah, so you know, he he buys him a drink and basically he's telling him, look, if you, uh, I don't know if he was saying if you give me some information or if, or if you say this was a suicide, one way or the other, he was going to contribute um to some kid's school. Yeah, it's not, like that, that it's something Quincy's that Quincy like some camp that Quincy set up and it was running out of yeah. money. And he's like, I know someone who's just like you, and he'll give two hundred fifty thousand dollars if you say it's a suicide. He's like, What right. do you say? He's like, huh, No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and he was surprised that he said no. He, he was like enraged. Yeah, like, exactly. Really. Yeah. Um. And he and, and, that, and he even says like, you know, he's like surprised. He's like. For two hundred fifty thousand, you won't do. He's like, I could have someone killed for two thousand like, <laughs> dollars. Yeah, right. Do you want to admit that when you're an insurance investigator, <laughs> knocking to the corner, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, then the guy's pissed and he leaves, but he leaves like the assistant behind, and she's like weird the whole time. Like, like you said, not saying anything, but kind of trying to look sexy at him. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, yeah. And he's like, hey. I, you know, Quincy gets up. He's like, "Come on, you got to go too." And then she like 
gets up and tries to hug and kiss him. And like right then, Lee is walking in and sees it. And he's like, hey, pushing her away. And then. Was that plan B? Like, okay, if you won't do it for 250000 maybe. Maybe you'll, yeah, this lady will help you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but he's talking to Lee then, trying to like, you know, yeah. she's like, hey. Quincy can't, said Quincy no can't be bought. Yeah, we said yeah. no strings. He's like, no, 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 no. And then right then, Danny comes over. He's like, hey, come here. You got to see what's on TV. And we find Reardon. He's on the phone talking um, about Roberta and the ring. Like he knows about it. Oh, right. Before it's released. Before it's Before released. Quincy has a chance to tell. And tell Quincy takes off and goes to the office and starts yelling at people in the office. He's like, I want everyone in here now. And... But before he gets a chance, he goes to see Aston and Monty. It's already there. Yeah. And pissed again. He's like, well, you it was nighttime. You were home. I was going to tell you in the morning. <laughs> Didn't want to wake you up. And, like, now yeah. the inquest the is just it, – Aston's like, it's going to be tomorrow now. Which I don't know how they put that together that fast anyway, but whatever. So yeah. now he has to work on everything overnight to try to figure out the whole case. Right, right. Which for Quincy, no problem. Right. Anyone else it I, would be. A big I wasn't deal. worried about it. No. I was like, he's you, got this. I mean, you know, he had only overnight, and there was only about twenty minutes left in the show, so you knew he was probably going to wrap it up. Right. Yeah. But before right, so he, he does that, he, uh, he does what? He goes in and talks to his people, oh, yeah. and he's not very happy with them. He gives them a little speech about, you know, how. Someone fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And I got a little clip of it here. He's not happy. A man is going to have to face a coroner's inquest and probably be indicted for murder. I happen to think he's innocent. But I needed more time to prove it. One of you took that time away from me and him. One of you disgraced this office. And whoever you are, you better get out of here. But he doesn't wait for anyone to leave. Like, he leaves right away, doesn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't actually um, get to the bottom of it at all. He just kind of says that and then leaves. Yeah, and then we don't so – then, like, the next thing we know, we're at the inquest, right? Then what? I said the next it? thing that we know, we're at the inquest, right? Yeah, the, yeah, we're at the inquest the next day. And In Charlie's which, not there, the congressman. Yeah, yeah, he didn't show up. And it seems weird to have, like, the newspaper people there, like the outcry people. But I don't know. I've never been to an inquest. <laughs> I don't know anything about no, him either. Nor have like, I. I don't know if they're open to the public. Yeah. Like they, And they were, like, they were witnesses even. They, like, they were called to the stand. Right. Some of the, but, like, the I don't press. know if it has the yeah. same rules. Like, they even say it's not a court case, but they have a jury right. there. Because it's not like to prove anyone's innocence or guilt it's to prove a cause of death i think and then they determine if they're gonna press any charges but like aston is like running it which i feel like later in the series he's not the one running it but maybe i'm wrong i don't know I, yeah i don't know but uh quincy goes on record saying it's suicide and the cops monahan says he can't rule out murder due to conflicting stories and they just start going over the evidence in the body, you know, what they found, blah, 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 blah. The ring's right. a perfect match. 
and what happens? The mom is there. Up, she goes up there, and you know they ask her about the life insurance. They you know talks about how it works or whatever, and you know she's like, why would I take? Why would her her daughter take a policy out if she was going to kill herself? I'm like, well, that's not really how it works. Like, I mean. I don't think- <laughs> I don't think she knew. Well, that's all she really said. Like she's like she wouldn't want to leave me poor and in a yeah. old folks home. I'm like she did. Did she not have any money at all? Like right, I, her daughter. Yeah. Like, well, she she wasn't getting any any left? work. So I yeah, don't but know. they still had that big house. Uh, yeah. Maybe, Maybe they, they, were, they were renting. They were behind. Yeah, behind on their <laughs> yeah. payments. Yeah. But. And then um, Reardon goes up. And right, because it's yeah, because he says they have pictures of the house from the street, so it's not an invasion of privacy or anything like that. They didn't go on private property, and they were able to, you know, use a telephoto lens to take pictures into the window. He's like, but I don't have them because you know it's a new guy and he exposed them all wrong. And right, and then Quincy's like. We tried to take pictures from there with a telephoto, and it did not work. So there's no way you did. <laughs> right, right. But then, then the other guy comes clean. He's like, "Well, I didn't want to get fired, but yeah, you're right. I walked up on the lawn, and I, I saw it all from there." Right, because he heard so, screaming, so he went up there. Yeah. And then Quincy does ask him. He's like, "Do you know what perjury is?" So maybe they do get sworn in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's maybe that something we should have looked up: is how does an inquest very, work? Very loose, very very loose standards. But they don't really expect sure. us to know, right? I mean, they're just like, "Hey, this is the rules no, of the right. inquest." They're like, "Yeah, the viewing public has never heard of an inquest before, so this should go pretty smoothly." <laughs> right. Um, and then what happens? Then do they adjourn? So, uh, sorry, I was looking, I literally was looking up how the inquests work. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, so the kid, the guy goes up there, says that, yeah. Then, um, then they, then they adjourn. Yeah, they they break for lunch because Reardon says something about having two statements and, you know, something about grandstanding. And, uh, anyway, so yeah, they break for lunch. And Lee comes in and says, hey, it's too bad Sinclair didn't show up, you know. And then immediately the kid comes up out of nowhere and says to Quincy, he's like, hey. He's like, these people fucked me over. (laughs) Yeah. They conned me. Yeah, they figured out. He figured out now that this whole thing was BS. And, you know, Quincy's like, well, we need that tape. So he, like, talks to who Aston and the bailiff. He's like, hey, I need, you know. I guess some sort of court order to go get the tapes. Yeah. Right. That was pretty sweet. They got that in like three minutes and then they went and went and got the tape. Oh yeah. Cause they no, they didn't ask Aston. They asked, they just went to the bailiff and someone else in there. Cause then Aston walks up to Lee goes, Hey, where'd they go? She's like, uh, washroom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She played it cool. Yeah. And then they go get the tapes and then Quincy knows without even listening to it, that these tapes have been doctored. So he finds it like the kid finds the tape. He's like, "Yeah, this is the one he showed me." And Quincy's like, "Grab!" They grab a bunch of other ones. He's like, "Well, the real tape's got to be here because I guess they just keep the evidence that's real there." And then yeah. we go back, and Reardon's on the stand, and Quincy's going to start quizzing him. Which 
does the medical examiner get I don't understand how this really works <laughs> yeah it, 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 it seemed like it was weird. pretty much open to whoever wanted to, <laughs> yeah. to cross examine was welcome to come up someone just that. walks in off the street hey can I uh, ask him some questions I'd like to try this it seems fine um, so yeah so he starts grilling him and um, I'm trying to find uh, oh oh he plays the tape right Quincy plays the tape with Reardon on the stand. Right. Well, Sinclair shows up, and he wants to start, you know, talking about. He's not confessing, but he's saying something. He's like, "Hey, just stand it almost by seems a like he's going to confess, right?" You know? Which it's yeah. So anyway, yeah. So then yeah, he plays the tapes, and what do we hear on the tape? Um, we hear Reardon basically threatening. Uh, was it what is it, Rhonda? I forgot her name already. Roberta, the movie star, Roberta, threatening her. To, you know, he's going to print nudes. Um, you know, he'll never stop. There will be record reporters hounding her day and night. Um, and then we get know, to see a little reenactment. Unless he gets of this exclusive, too. right? Yeah, yeah, we get to see the re- reenactment of this. Because <laughs> in this one, so in this one, and this reenactment. Like the mom walks in when she's talking on the phone and she's yelling. So her mom automatically thinks she's talking to Sinclair and like scolds about that and goes back and gets more drinks. Right. And then she hears her daughter make more noise and she she gets up, gets up to go see. And she's like trips on her, like, what do they her call those? House coats or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, falls yeah. and smacks her head on the piano and gets laid out. And yeah. that's when she does wake up and it is too late. So she didn't lie about getting knocked out and waking right. up and it was too late. Just the manner of how but, she got knocked out was changed. But she did. Like, they couldn't find that empty pill bottle. It's because the mom took it. She didn't want it. Right. She, cause she didn't, yeah, because she didn't want it. She yeah. didn't want it to be suicide. But, you know. The court calls wants to call it a suicide, and um, so the court kind of claims, "Yeah, this is a suicide." And, and and Quincy's now he's like, "No, now I don't want to call it a suicide." And he goes into his rant about you know all this uh, twenty three weeks of abusive articles and you know phone calls and you know he he he's just lecturing Reardon over and over, and it's like it's what drove her to her death. You know it was premeditated, but you know only God can. It punish you for that, or something, you know, something yeah. along those lines. Because, yeah, you know, you can't. There's nothing really the courts can do about that. And uh, but the funny thing is, is like the mom freaks out at the thing because she did not know it was Reardon before these tapes no, right. were played. She thought right. the whole time it was Sinclair. Right. So I think that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, and we do get. She does go back on the stand again, and because she yeah, heard, right. yeah, because she heard the mirror. Because their daughter did throw the phone at it, but that's because the guy was giving her shit. Right. Um, so that part was right. All right. And then, yeah, so then after all that, you know, Aston asked Monaghan, he's like, will you go along with the suicide? He's like, yeah, I will. But Quincy's like, hold on a minute. <laughs> and yeah. This is probably where the guy, whoever wrote that review, is, talks about him being preachy. He gets up, he's like, yeah, she killed herself, but after 23 weeks of abuse and calls from this guy, he's like, so, you know, basically, like, is it really suicide? Do these guys do anything? But at the end of that, 
so two things. It's suicide. Right. <laughs> it is suicide, basically, yeah. And uh, Aston says that they will bring up on charges of perjury against the, the newspaper people. But my question was, what happened to that cut? Did he actually punch her then? Because we never find well, Yeah, that. he punched her. Because we never actually so see it. And like at one point, when she's on the phone with Reard in that reenactment, she does not have any kind of cut on her face. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when he So does Sinclair her. go to the house when the mom's knocked out to wake her up and punch her in the face to get her to wake <laughs> yeah. up? Try to get her up. I don't know. Wake up. I don't know. But, yeah, either way, he's not a good guy either. Yeah. I, I do have a little clip, though, of uh, Quincy uh, going off on uh, Reardon at the end here, if you want to hear okay. it. You're that special breed of leech that latches on to the gentle souls, the vulnerable, the defenseless. You chipped away and chipped away at a fellow human being that had never done one iota of harm to you. You maligned and denigrated and maddened a woman who could turn to no one for help. And why? To damage a man you had never even met. That's right. Because that, that's the whole point. It wasn't like Reardon didn't like her or wanted to mess with her. He did not like Sinclair and his policies. So this was his whole idea to get him to get out of Congress. Right, right. Makes sense. Yeah. That sure. seems a little seems a little extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but, uh, Go ahead. He does end up withdrawing from the race. At least up at that point. It seems like Quincy's gonna try to convince him. But before he does, we see Reardon and uh, the rest of the people coming out of the inquest thing. And Reardon, right. I don't know, he starts saying something to the other reporters. I forgot what he's, I don't remember really what he said. But, and do you want to tell him how it ends or do you want me to? Yeah, you, you go, you take this. So he's talking, he's not really gloating, but he's obviously not very remorse, remorseful for what he did. And so everyone's, you know, kind of gathering around him. And then it almost turns into... um. No, shoot, now I can't remember. I'm blanking on the name. But anyway, the the ex-husband comes around out of the corner. All of a sudden, we see him pull out a gun, go up to Reardon, and freaking just shoot, blow him away, basically. Yeah, I'm like, holy yeah. shit. I was, was not pretty... expecting that at all. No, me either. It was pretty dark. And then we see like people fighting with him over the gun or whatever, and... It just kind of ends like that. I'm like, yeah. Geez. It's like the um, the Oswald, you know, Lee Harry Oswald getting shot by Jack Ruby. Right. right. That's just, what I was trying to think like, of. I couldn't remember Jack Ruby's name. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminded me of. He just walks up and like, yeah. Pops that's up. exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a hell of an ending for a Quincy episode. Yeah. yeah. So it was dark. <laughs> it was a pretty dark ending. <laughs> yeah. Cause it just and then it just ended. It's yeah. like you know. And the credits is roll. I'm like, oof. Like, whoa. I'm gonna need a yeah. scotch after that one for sure. Exactly. Yeah, and then it's all over. Yeah. So it, yeah, very interesting, and you know, I felt like this. You know, and I'm sure they all are, but they all kind of speak to Quincy's character, you know. Right. The, 
episodes, but yeah. And you know, this one, like the guy said, is too preachy. This was nothing. He there's yeah. some free, very freaking preachy episodes he has later on in the series. Um, but I saw yeah, one. But I get, I get it. I get it. The way he was speaking, he's like the lowest, right? You know, it's like he's very, yeah. very dramatic. Exactly. But those tabloid people are kind of that way. Sure. Uh, I did watch one uh, not long ago where it was. Like, it was like at a baseball stadium or something like that. And these guys like, you know, they're like, you see all the concession people getting ready. And these guys have some chili that went bad and they just dump a whole fucking pot of chili down this like janitor sink, basically. And it doesn't drain right. So then somehow like um, bacteria builds up and backs up into this water fountain. So like people are getting drinks and like getting poisoned, and a couple of people die from like botulism or something. Basically, good lord! Yeah, it was pretty dark. I'm like Jesus, and he finally, you know, he figures out what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like trying to get him to shut the park down. He's like, "We got a big game. There's gonna be thousands of people here." And they're like, "Don't you. die!" And luckily, of course, he figures out the source right before the game or whatever. Yeah. Damn. But not until like some worker one. dies or something like that. Yeah, not until several people are. It's not. It's though. not unlike House, right? House would always figure out why people were sick or whatever after almost killing them six or seven times. Yeah. Did you ever watch House, by the way? I had no, I haven't. Oh. It was recommended to me early on, but I've, I've never. Yeah, watched it. no, it's fine. It's it's they're all the same. Every episode's the same. Basically, <laughs> someone comes in with a weird thing. He tries to figure it out. He tries like six or seven things, almost kills the person at least once or twice, and then figures it out. But somehow he's a genius. Yeah, yeah. You know, geniuses are misunderstood. Yeah, I guess so. All right, and that's the end of it. Anyway, what do you think? Good? You like Good, it? Good, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I like Quincy. Yeah. I always like Quincy, too. So, like, some of the episodes mm-hmm. aren't the best, but this one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. Good. Six scalpels okay. out of ten, uh, eight. Six, six out of eight? Who does a scale of eight? I just Nobody made up eight. a number. I don't know. <laughs> Seven and a half out of ten scalpels. Seven or, out of like, 13. Craniums. I don't know. I feel like we should use body parts. Well, at least for this one, right? Yeah. All right. And we, uh, we already know, believe it or not, what our next episode is going to be. It's a rare... Rare occasion at the end of an episode that we know what our next one's going to be. But that is because we've had a recommendation, which we haven't had in a while. So, hey, send us some recos. You know, we're. We don't don't take recommendations lightly. Yeah. So, So we had uh, Joseph Batista. Hopefully, it's okay if I say your whole name on here. uh, Sent a message saying he wanted. 123 Main Street. Yeah, right. Let me give you his address and so. uh, He wanted a Greatest American Hero episode. And it's called Heaven is in Your Jeans. And jeans is spelled not like pants. <laughs> okay. Like the other jeans. Right. Okay. All right. I, it, Mike is laughing hysterically, and it kills me that he, he hits the mute button so we can't hear him. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I just was silently oh, laughing. You were silent laughing? <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, that's going to be our next one. That, I don't remember yeah, that we'll one. To, I don't. I didn't look it we'll up. We'll unpack. So I don't even know what it is. 
We'll have to unpack why that was so funny, but we'll save that. We'll save that until next next time. I love that slap happy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't All know right. that episode off the top of my head. I mean, no, I, I don't, don't either. You I don't know, know, I don't know every one of them, but I know you're the more the resident. Yeah, it might come, might might come back to me once I see. Yeah, it. I'm. Oh, I'm sure once we watch it, I'll be like, oh, I totally know which one this one is. Or probably like five minutes in, I'll be like, oh yeah, this is the one where blah 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 happens. Yeah, I just know be, we haven't. You'll done be doing it. like, you'll be doing the six degrees of separation for who was in what other movies. Like that was yeah. the chef from <laughs> episode four of Love Boat. You know, and I'll be like, yeah, I don't remember ever seeing him. Of course, we're saying this. Hopefully, we can find this. I think this show is still on Tubi. I think, hopefully, we'll we'll find it. Yeah, Mike's always good about finding stuff when we have trouble. He's got he's got connections. He's got connections in all the big TV studios. I've got the uh, underground studio connections. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about this one or anything else, Mike? No, sir. This will do it. All right. All right. For this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you later. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.